Listener Production. Shares. Market. The S&P. The ISX. Stocks. Motley Fool Money. Stock of the Week. G'day, fools, and welcome to our latest Motley Fool Stock of the Week. I'm Scott Phillips, the Motley Fool's Chief Investment Officer, and whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on the Motley Fool Money podcast feed, thank you for joining us. Now, you probably know by now, unless you're new to this series, in which case pay extra special attention, but regardless, we are going to bring you a recommendation from behind the Motley Fool paywall, sharing with you an idea we've shared with our members and some of the rationale behind it to give you a free stock pick and a little bit of a taste of what you might get if you join one of our Motley Fool services. Now, speaking of which, let me get some basics out of the way. The first is we can only give you general advice, not personal advice. That means I can't tell you what's right for you All I can say is, hey, I think company X is a buyer. We think it's a market beater. In fact, I'm not going to do that. I'll introduce you to the analyst who's going to do that in a second. The second thing I want to tell you is that it's a buy right now. We're recording this in the very smack middle of March, the Ides of March, the 15th. Um, And of course, over time, our circumstances can and will change. And so there might be a time when this stock is no longer a buy recommendation. If you're watching or listening to this subsequent to about the 15th of March, just remember that. Make sure that if you are acting on that advice, you understand things might have changed. Lastly, speaking of things changing, we're long-term investors. We're not looking for one day, one week, one month performance. We take it if we can get it. We just simply don't believe that's possible. We focus on the right time frame we think for investors, which is the long term. Most of our recommendations are made over three or five year time periods. In other words, buy it now. We expect outperformance over that time period. Again, if we do it shorter, we do it. But most people can't. In fact, the vast, vast, vast bulk of people can't. And so we look to the long term where we think we have an edge. So that's really important. Keep those three things in mind as you listen to the very best advice that Motley Fool gun analyst Chris Copley can bring you. G'day, Chris. How are you? G'day, Scott. I'm doing very well, thanks. Good to hear it, mate. Now, we're going to talk about a company that you like, a company called XREF, X-R-E-F is the company, and XF1 is the code. Start by, mate, telling, if you, telling us, if you would, what does XREF do? Yeah, so, so XREF provides a cloud-based candidate reference checking platform. So, so... Essentially, well, well, everyone has a painful application, uh, job application story, Scott, and I'm sure that if you work in HR um, or you're involved at all in any hiring process at at any company, then equally I'm sure there's been some challenges um, and frustrations with the process from that end too. And and specifically I'm talking about when it comes to the reference checking processes, there's there's definitely an opportunity to create a a more streamlined, um, more frictionless, more efficient process. So, um, traditionally, the, the reference checking process have been done manually. So, so mm-hmm. HR teams would go through the, the resumes of candidates, find the contact, contact details of the referees on this, um, or perhaps they'll, they'll need to send out a message to the candidate asking for, for a, a referee and then they'll need to wait for a response. Um, they would then have to prepare questions, call the referee, make sure they take notes on the call to help with the, the decision later. And, and overall, this process can take a, a significant amount of time, particularly for, for the larger businesses with multiple candidates and positions that they, that they need to fill all at once. Um, so, so having th- this process get done manually as well can also mean that things are missed and, and notes can be lost, for example. Mm. Um, and it can also mean that there's a higher chance of being opened up to fraud risk as well. And, and this is something that, that XREF is seeking to fix. So essentially, XREF's key solutions works like this. So the employer builds a list of reference checking questions 
Mm -hmm. Um, The employer then sends a request to the candidate to provide a list of referees. And once the referees are entered, um, the platform then automatically sends out the references and and tracks the progress of each form so that the employers know know when they're done, for example. And, And throughout this process, the platform also helps give insights and track fraud. So So, for example, it can generate sentiment analysis to help give employers a a quick view of the candidate and the aspects Mm. that that are important to them for that particular job. Um, And the platform also monitors multiple touch points um, throughout the process as well. So it can tell things like if if large amounts of the response was copied and pasted (laughs) or if the the referee um, response was done from the same device as the candidates, for example, then then the platform will flag this. And, And apparently it happens, well, fairly often so so from the the perspective of of the employer the process takes very minimal time because all they need to do is set up the questions um, which xref can actually help do with a number of pre-built templates and questions as well to help them design the best possible question set and then um, shoot out the form asking for the referees and essentially the rest of the process is automated after that and um, when, when it comes to, to the time to analyse the responses, XREF also helps to streamline that process as well. And it also means that all the data and information um, is stored on the platform to help streamline future application processes whenever a candidate applies again, for example. So if your, your HR manager leaves and they have all this information about particular candidates, well, that's gone when they leave in often, often cases and it's not something that you can retain to help streamline future processes. So um, for the referees, it also means that they aren't getting called at a random inconvenient time. Instead, they can respond at a better time to their own schedule. Um, And even for the candidates, it can help to remove some of the unnecessary back and forward that often happens throughout these processes. Um, Another product that XREF has is its instant ID and security checking business. So um, this was a business it acquired a couple of years back called Rapid ID. um, And this essentially allows for mobile ID checks, um, which help verify customer identity without needing um, physical visits. So so they can use biometric identity verification as well as document verification to to ensure someone is who they say they are. So so this ID checking offering is integrated into XREF's core core platform um, and it's available for for customer purchase through there as well. So, so yeah, that's a bit of background around XREF's key products and and what it currently does today. Very cool, mate. I like it. It just goes to show and maybe to remind us that if you can automate a process and if you can find a way to create a platform to make it simpler, easier, better for another business to do its business, um, then there's plenty of opportunity. I, you know, I've got to say, prior to you talking about this, Tom, we've talked about it before, of course, but prior to that conversation, um, you know, I wouldn't have imagined that you could have a business, let alone a profitable business, let alone a business that we're recommending doing something really, really specific, like a really niche part of a niche part. You know, it's not just hiring, it's reference checking for hiring. Um, but again, at scale, in, with excellence and, and, and with a platform that does it on behalf of another system or another organisation, um, there's plenty of opportunity. It just goes to remind me, frankly, how big the potential market is for tech disruption. But that's a whole other conversation. Mate, let's go from XREF the company to XREF the investment. Now, of course, at The Multi Fool, we are business-focused investors, so the company is always the core of our thesis anyway. But overlay that for me with some of the other considerations and, most importantly, some of the reasons we like it as a buy recommendation right now. 
Yeah, so so firstly, the company operates in in a niche market, which has so far protected them from various um, large HR software companies, for example. But mm. but this market is still international and it's still quite large. So particularly in comparison, when you look at XREF's market cap of only around 100 um, million. So um, XREF is also um, available across multiple languages and it's growing exposure um, globally quite rapidly. So in 2016, overseas revenue was just 1% of the total and as at the end of the most recent financial year 7% of company sales come from Europe 11% come from North America and 11% comes from New Zealand so so the company is quickly expanding mm. globally um, it also has a, a reputable customer base and it continues to grow its usage from these existing customers as well. So, so often its customers start with a small number of credits. So, so their revenue model is, is largely usage based. So, so each credit that their, their customers purchase allows them to conduct a reference check. And then over time, as its customers get more familiar with its solution and they start to recognize the, the benefits, um, they purchase more and more of these credits. So some of its um, notable customers are the likes of KPMG, um, Zero, um, the New South Wales government, Qantas, Westpac, Zoom, Queensland Police Service, and, and there's plenty more as well. Mm. And for its identity verification product, the company also provides ID checks for H&R Block, um, which is one of Australia's um, largest tax accounting firms. Mm -hmm. um, and um, essentially, this helps them verify customer identity against government records without even needing their, their customers to be at the branch. Um, and and the, co the company, by the way, is also generating impressive growth from its, rap um, from its existing customers through RapidID offering as well. So um, the company acquired RapidID in 2019. Uh, and since that time, the business has actually grown by more than 2,000%. Of This is off a small base, of course, um, but it's starting to, to become a more and more meaningful contributor to the business um, and has proven to be quite a successful acquisition for the company so far. Um, XREF is also... Uh, integrated with more than 35 HR platforms. So this provides a more cost-conscious method of growth, particularly mm. internationally, where, where having a direct sales team um, can be quite expensive and they have smaller direct sales team in different international markets as well. Um, it also helps reduce frictions when it comes to their customers because it, it allows them to, to keep their data and manage their processes through the one HR platform that they're using. So, so some of the examples of its um, channel partner integrations are with uh, LinkedIn Talent Hub. They also have um, Workday um, and they've also announced uh, a, a, a recent integration with First Advantage, which is one of the, the leading uh, global uh, technology providers for screening, verifications and compliance-related services as well. And beyond its, its key offerings, the, the company is looking to focus um, more on its XREF marketplace, um, which provides other integrated checking options as well for its customers. And it's rolling out its exit survey platform as well. So, yeah, the business is looking for other ways to create a more sticky platform and to grow its existing customer spend. Um, the company is also founder-led, um, with its founder CEO being the largest XREF shareholder. Um, and in terms of execution, it, it, it has by far and away exceeded my expectations over the last couple of years. In, in fact, XREF has been one of the very few companies which has managed to, uh, to, to buck the growth company trend over the, the last year with its share price actually more than double what it was um, in uh, a year ago. So if you look back in June um, 2021, the company was around 25 cents per share. It's now around 53 cents per share. Um, so. So essentially, in terms of execution, the company generated sales growth of around 95% in the first half of the year. 
and it also generated positive operating cash flow of around 2.3 million. So, so its top line growth has been very strong, and this has been supported by, I guess, the great resignation around Australia and around the globe over the last year and a half. But equally, even more impressive, perhaps, is is the fact that this growth, um, even if you look back over the last few years, has come without significant increases in its operating expenses. So, so the company lost around five million dollars in operating cash in 2019. Um, only a couple of years later, the company generated 2.3 million in operating cash just for the first half of this financial year. And, and the first half is normally the, the weakest um, period by a fair way as well as there's usually an increase in credit purchase um, not long before the end of the financial year. So, hmm. so management expects that this strong momentum will just continue into the second half of the year and the company will be able to uh, achieve profitability both on a cash flow and net profit basis just as they did last year as well. So. So yeah, considering the market's growing attention on on cash generation and, and profit, profitable growth, um, XREF being able to deliver on this has certainly contributed to its strong share price improvements within the last 12 months. And even after its significant share price increases more recently, I still think that the valuation isn't particularly demanding with the company trading at not much more than 30 times free cash flow at the moment. So, so yeah, the business is it's executing really well and I think it's at quite a reasonable price. Very nice, mate. That's a compelling story. We do want to make sure we cover the risks of an investment, of course, because at the Multifull, we always make sure our members understand why we like a company, and we do. We're not being trying to be balanced about this. We're saying we've done the work. We actually think it's a market beater, but there are risks you need to be aware of. And so we're going to go into those in a minute. Before I do that, I'm going to remind our viewers on our YouTube channel that we also have two wonderful podcast feeds. They are Motley Fool Money, just look for that, and also look for The Good Oil with Scott Phillips. It's an interview podcast I do. I talk to executives, entrepreneurs, experts, economists, all starting with E, not, not deliberately, but it works that way, um, about some of the great and big topics uh, facing business today, both good and bad. So make sure you check out those two podcasts if you are a podcast listener. If you're already on the podcast, you know about Motley Fool Money, and thank you for doing that. Uh, make sure you do jump on The Good Oil with Scott Phillips. Just look that up in your podcast feed. Also, don't forget to check out the YouTube channel where you can see Chris and I talking. Uh, well, sorry, you to look at me, but you get to look at Chris. That's a win. Uh, but also, too, you get all of the content we publish. We do Stocks in Focus. We do our favourite investment books. We have media appearances, all sorts of good stuff uh, coming to the YouTube channel really, really regularly, a few times a week, sometimes almost daily. So some really great free content across all those platforms. To find us on YouTube, of course, just go to YouTube and look for The Motley Fool Australia, or you can type in youtube.com forward slash C forward slash fool au you can get there when you're there by the way and if you're there now uh, please do hit the subscribe button and make sure you get all the information you want from us and also the notification bell so you'll get a little alert on your device say hey the guys at the motley fool have put out something new make sure you have a look we've got a great video coming up this friday stocks in focus with kate lee by the way so check that out as well um, and of course if you're on the socials you can get us all across the so well not all of them we're not on tiktok yet Maybe in time, not yet. If you're on Facebook, and most people are, go to uh, simply facebook.com slash The Motley Fool Australia, straightforward, or uh, facebook.com slash Scott Phillips Money. If you're on Twitter or on Instagram, our handles are the same there. So go to Instagram or Twitter and look for The Motley Fool AU or look for TMF, that's The Motley Fool, TMF Scott P on both Insta and Twitter. You can find us there on all the social. Subscribe, follow. If you want to send us a topic, an idea, a suggestion, please feel free to do that as well using any of those platforms. Just DM us there and we'll have a chat. Motley Fool Money. For more, subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash listener. 
Let's get back to you, Chris, because this is what we're here for. Uh, you've been through the positives, and as I said, a really convincing case as to why the business has a business, uh, why it's been attractive and why the business is growing so strongly and it is, which is fantastic news. But there is always risk, particularly with smaller businesses. Also, by the way, probably more upside potential. And that's the art of investing is trying to balance that risk and reward and hopefully come out with more reward than risk. Let's go to those risks though, mate. What are the risks of an investment in XREF as you see them today? Yeah, so one, one key risk is competition. So there are there are other automated reference checking platforms out there, not okay. not many, because it is quite a niche space, but there are certainly uh, competitors that managers, management's aware of, um, particularly within the US. Mm. Um, management argues that that competition is good as it further validates the industry and validates its products, and, and that may very well be true, but it, it, it is certainly something worth watching out for, in mm. particular, how these competitors impact XREF's ability to grow globally and in the US. Um, so far, XREF's done, um, done really well in this regard, but it's something to continue to watch. Um, another risk around competition is that some of its channel partners, so the large HR mm. providers, um, they start to build out their old their, their own um, automated reference checking solution. So this would obviously be a, a significant headwind on growth and is, and is why it's so important that XREF builds out a, a long list of integration partners and that they aren't too reliant on, it, on any partner. Um, the, when, when it's a hundred mil market cap company, Scott, there's often uh, there's often significant risks, particularly when they offer uh, that when they they're in these sort of niche niche spaces that often mm. uh, these bigger providers can just uh, encroach on their space. Um, the level of industry adoption is another key question mark for XREF. So there are still a significant proportion of recruitment agencies and HR staff which prefer the, the more manual processes and prefer being on top of the, the referee processes themselves. Um, so how big will the automated reference checking market get? Um, well, that's, uh, that's still quite difficult to, to, to determine. Mm. Um, and one final risk I want to point out is that as opposed to, to many other software companies, um, XREF's levels of growth can be a bit more cyclical um, because of its usage-based sales approach. Right, so, of course, yeah. Um, we, we've seen record levels of, of staff turnover globally over the last year or so, and this has certainly helped um, helped accelerate F XREF's um, growth rates. Um, at some point, though, we will see the employment market normalise. So, so for anyone looking at XREF right now, don't look at its growth rates in the last year or so as a reliable indicator of future growth rates as, as they will, will certainly moderate. And as we've seen with different businesses um, that have really benefited from the shift to, to digitisation over the last few years, mm. as that growth rate does um, does decelerate, often it can impact the share price as well, even if there is a business that may still be looking strong for the long term. So that's certainly something for, for investors to consider as well. I love that, mate. It's really important. And it's something we pride ourselves on the Motley Fool is being, calling a spade a spade, right? We're saying, hey, the growth's been great, but don't, don't bank it all. Don't, don't assume it's going to be that great forever. Make sure you have a, a really cool and calm eye on the future. As you say, even though the long-term future is going to be bright, um, expect some lumpiness and some cyclicality in that growth story. I, I really like that. Thank you for, for sharing that, mate. Uh, let's go then to my patented uh, elevator pitch, my first to the 31st floor, 60-second elevator pitch or so. Uh, mate, wrap it up for us. You've given us a spectacular summary, and thank you for doing that, of XREF, the investment, uh, some about the company, the why we like it, the risks. But wrap it all up for us, mate, in 30 to 60 seconds. Why should our viewers and listeners consider for themselves an investment in XREF? 
So XREF, it has a, a large um, global market opportunity relative to its small uh, market cap. Uh, it's growing its revenue and its cash flow at really impressive rates. Um, it has plenty of opportunity to, to continue to increase its existing customer spend through selling more credits and, and offering other integrated checking options. Um, it continues to innovate by looking for new solutions to bring to its growing customer base. And its valuation, I think, is, is very reasonable. So, so yeah, right now, I think that the XREF offers an attractive uh, risk-reward proposition for investors. There you go, Fools. Wrapped up with a bow on top. We think you should consider XREF. XF1 is the ASX code. Chris, thank you for sharing your time and expertise and your passion with us. It's been great hearing about the businesses that I know about a little bit, uh, but I always love sitting down with you guys and chatting through some of the investment ideas that have really got you excited. So I love hearing more about that. Thank you for sharing that with us. And to our viewers and listeners, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us. We know you could be doing anything else and listening or watching anything else right now. We hope we've added value to your investment journey. That's our ongoing aim at The Motley Fool. And if we've done so, I'm glad we've helped. If not, let us know so we can improve for next time. But uh, I don't reckon you can do much better than Chris's summary of XREF. So with that, from Chris, myself and the whole Motley Fool team, until next time, Fool on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash listener. The Motley Fool operates under Financial Services Licence 400691. Listener.